Sean. If Les Miles beats everybody but Alabama, I think he stays. Creel. Fuck Jolly Ranchers and <laughs> fuck Sour Apple. Hankins. Jesus Christ. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose a game Not from it. 2007. Somehow, we're going to blow this. Thought a flag. Tell him thought a flag. Damn, these are some good sun chips. I should buy these more often. Uh, Florida? 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 Now my daddy, my daddy coached the Dolphins. I don't know if I really like sushi or if I really like soy sauce. Ever heard of that Panther fan who growls in the YouTube video? Hey, Saban, what about this? Hankins list again. Yet again? Creel. Well, what's his excuse this week? He, I think he's just still hunting the most dangerous game. Wow, he must have had some bad luck. You know what the most dangerous game is, though? What is it? Man. Do you think his bad luck is like, um, or he's having too good of a time? What do you think? Maybe, or he's, or the hunter became the huntee. Maybe so. It seems like he could... Hunted. Uh, you know they they the uh, prey. They throw a coconut, hit you in the head, steal your gun, and then the shoes on the other foot. So this is on an island. Oh, definitely on an island. Okay, yeah, because yeah. coconuts are indig- indigenous to islands. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, uh, episode eighty-four. Regardless, to throw the flag. Eighty-four. Wow. Still crazy after all these eps. It's been the most insane run. <laughs> From 1 to 83. Who who could have known? Who could have known? Um, yeah, how, how now truthfully, how, how long did you think this thing would last? Like maybe a month? I thought you'd bail on So here's the thing. I thought you'd have better things to do. Well, I do. <laughs> That's granted. With my commitment in general to anything... Uh-huh. Multiply X times Z, Z, like, oof. Wait, what's the X and what's the Z? Y, you're Y, I'm Z, oh. and Hankins is the X factor. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, you, you foil that. Yeah, first down or inner last. Uh-huh. Um, and then you uh, find the uh, square root of pi. Oh, yeah. Then plug that into the quadratic equation. Mm-hmm. Um, like, 12 days, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought that it was going to last. Right. Yeah, sure, 12 sure. days. I think the one of the... the First humps to get over was, like, we recorded our first episode before Alabama lost to Clemson in the championship game. That was tough. That was tough. That was Doing tough. Doing episode two after a loss. Sure, sure. Especially that that detrimental and that devastating in the last second. Oh, man. But we got through it, man. We got through it. Chumped um, through. And, uh, you know, we should go back and listen to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a I don't retro. know how to access that because we've since changed oh. servers around episode 57. Maybe Hankins has the original, the, the, I'm sure L, it's the still, LP yeah, on vinyl or I'm, something. I'm sure he does. You know, it, it just sounds better on vinyl. It does, man. Those hisses and pops. God, give me cassette tapes, too. Oh, don't get me started. Mm-hmm. You know what the first uh, cassette tape I ever bought? MC Hammer. No, Well, close, actually. I did have uh, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him on cassette. But I, th- I bought the... Um, I think I bought two singles sure. at Camelot Music. Yeah, at Parkway City. Parkway City. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was the, uh, no, it was the full-length album Adrenalized by Led Zeppelin. Okay. and Not Led Zeppelin, Def Leppard. And 
<laughs> and uh, the cassette single of Mariah Carey's Dream Lover. Oh. And like the, the and I think I was like eight or something like that. And like the Camelot music dude was like, hey, 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 you see that? See Mariah Carey on the cover? Hey, hey, hey. And it even creeped out an eight year old. Oh, I bet so. That's traumatic. Yeah. I wonder what else happened that day. Um, did you go to like the Orange Julius? God, Orange Julius is gross. It's like orange and milk. It is orange and milk. Orange juice and milk. But I guess like the big smoothie like got rid of them. When's the last time you've seen an Orange Julius? Like nineteen ninety two? Not in forever. Did you do you remember the SNL skit where Sylvester Stallone worked at an Orange Julius? No. It's pretty funny. Because okay. Sylvester Stallone's a mongoloid. Um, episode eighty four of Throw the Flag. Urban Meyer is still not fired. That's true. He's hanging in there and eating good in the neighborhood. Ohio Urban State Meyer. wants to do a thorough investigation. Clear. Let, let no stone be unturned, but it'll be done in two weeks. So. Oh yeah, he'll so, be. Yeah, it's no matter what they find, it's over in two weeks. Even if they find a dead body. Sure. And once it hits fourteen days, they can do no more investigation. No more pauses. Is that what they've said? Yeah, they said it'd be over in 14 days. So (laughs) no matter what they find, whatever road it it leads them down, once it hits 14 days, they got to cash out. Well, that's, I mean, science has found that you can't find anything else out after 14 days. Right, right, That's the highest number. Right, right. That's why Einstein, like that theory of relativity, Mm -hmm. like if you had had 15 days, like we could be like, have figured out like light speed by now, but he had 14 days and that was it. My God, can you imagine? Yeah. Um, so two episodes ago, it was 99% on your sure. fire a meter that you was gone. I'm going to have to bump it down. Last week, it was 95. Yeah. yeah. What is it now? Say, like, I, I will say 100% he will be suspended for a game. Okay. But fired, the fired percentage will go from 95 to, like, 75. That's pretty high, though. Yeah, but I it, it goes by like goes down five every day. This investigation, so sure, sure. So by day fourteen, we'll be like maybe forty percent. Well, day, I, gotta, I mean five times fourteen is seventy. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so thirty percent. Yeah, 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 it's just not looking good for for him to be fired. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? You guys got me a little too excited two two eps ago. We did. We did. He'll. I say he'll be cleared by Oregon State. You think he's gonna play or coach that first game, right? Yeah, because why would they suspend him if he didn't do anything wrong? Well, you know, the lying and the... the According to them, I think he did wrong. Well, I think I think where, where I get caught up is he knew the guy was in, was a troubled soul in 2009 at Florida, kept him on the staff, and then he didn't fire him until 2018 after the trespassing whatever happened in May. So he knew some stuff. He definitely knew some stuff. Sure, sure. Which, which is troubling to uh, continue his employment after all of what he knew. Ohio then, State just doesn't care. I, I I think that's essentially the tone that will take place over the next, uh, I don't know how many days are left, maybe nine days in the investigation? I can't remember when the clock started, but I would say by either next Monday, we'll find something out. Mm-mm. Not good. No, it's he, not. He, he's going to coach. I think he's too valuable to let go. To Ohio State, I think they've I, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. They, you know, back back of the envelope math, like, hey, we're never gonna find anybody else like him. Yeah, Saban will be gone. Before. I think that's fair. That's it's it's hard to find a, a super coach, and yeah, uh, as much of a trash 
person he is. Garbage guy. Garbage. He doesn't recycle. He leaves his electricity no. on. He yeah. He like when he goes to the gas pump, like he's like peeing in the gas pump, which is weird. That's like that's the like, other way around. He, he fills the car up, then he fills the oh yeah wow yeah that must what be he a does. lot of pee. Well, you know, he gets he drinks a lot of water. He's got to stay hydrated. Yeah, with that heart attack he had. But yeah, the trash guy. Uh, you know, despite all the trashiness. He's got rings. And baby. Baby. Yeah, I mean, I think that they have... I think it's clear that the administration has just decided that keeping him on is bad. But what looks worse are is staring down the barrel of a bunch of seven and five seasons. Yeah. Yeah, and canceled uh, bigwigs buying skyboxes and donating. And, you know, when, it, when you're winning, it's easy to get the support and sure. the funds you need, so... Man, oh man! They'll they'll take the the PR black eye and hope that by October November no one's talking about it. We'll still be talking about it. Oh yeah, this is going to take up five to ten minutes each week, each and every week. Well, it's a good thing that we have not done the Big Ten yet. Yeah, in our season preview, we have not touched the Big Ten. <clears throat> so let's jump in. Let's say Big Ten for a second. Okay. We'll do ACC first. But when we get to the Big Ten, we'll operate under the assumption that even though seventy-five percent should mean he's fired, he's gonna he's gonna be there. Yeah, he's gonna be there. Okay. Yeah. So what you're saying is ninety-nine percent he's gonna be there. Oh yeah, let's bump that up to ninety-nine <laughs> percent. Okay, okay, okay. Um. So the ACC, uh, a whole lot of nothing really. Again, I mean, we we took a look at the Pac-12 and the the Big Twelve last week. Both both conferences were pretty pretty slim, save for one, two, maybe three teams. The ACC, in my opinion, you might, you might disagree, is is no different. Yeah, I agree. I think there's two or three teams that can potentially be good, but there's only one team that's going to be great, so it's kind of a slam dunk. And that team is the Clemson Tigers. Uh, I think every member of their defensive line was named uh, sure. all all American or all conference. Yeah, and they had a they had a lot of draft uh, overtones, but they all decided to come back. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of really good talent on the defense, so it's just a matter of getting the offense to get a, be a little crisper, and they should be fine. Looking at their schedule, is there any are there any trap games? Are, are there any potential upsets? Sure. Are there any potential trip ups? Um, so the first month of the season, they start out first week hosting Furman. Then they're at Texas A&M. And if this was two or three years from now where Jimbo's really got something working, something cooking, yeah. maybe that could be a trap game. But I don't think yeah. Clemson, I don't think te- Texas A&M will pose any sort of problems to Clemson. Um, and even though it's on the road, I still don't think it's going to happen. It's just too soon for yeah, for sure. For anything there. And, I mean, I think Clemson's coming out of the offseason pretty pretty hot, firing on all cylinders. Right. Um, certainly what happened to him in the first round of the playoffs last year did not leave a good taste of it. Yeah, him. so I think that the motivation will be there. Week three, Clemson hosts Georgia Southern, and then they follow that up with a road trip to Georgia Tech. Now, maybe if that Georgia Tech game was after, say, uh, Boston College or Florida State where it's two rough games in a row, uh, that option offense attack from Georgia Tech might trip them up. Yeah. But since they have a, essentially a week off beforehand with Georgia Southern, I don't think that's a trap game. Um, and that gets us into September, October, where they get the revenge game against Syracuse, who somehow <laughs> I forgot about that last Dino year. beat Dabo last yeah. year. 
Uh, and then so, Dabo just marched his way into the locker room and yeah, stole the... congratulated and stole the spotlight. God. So yeah, they get that revenge game. It's at home. Then they're at Wake Forest. Uh, there's still no no landmines there sick, for me. They're 6-0. and oh. Yeah. Then they get their off week. That's a good off week. Middle yeah. of the season. Yeah, sure. No complaints. And they host NC State, who last year went 9-4, and four, but this year returned 6 on offense and 3 on defense. Lost a lot of players. That's uh, losing a lot of talent. Uh, I know last year there was NC State was sort of a dark horse sort of pick in the ACC. It just they were good but not great. And right. Since they've lost a lot of talent, I don't see that being much of a test for Clemson. Uh, they play at Florida State uh, right after the NC State game. Again, I think it's the same thing with Texas playing at Texas A and M. It's the f- a first year coach coming in. Willie there. Taggart's first year. I don't know. If, I don't think Florida State will pose much of a threat if Clemson plays their potential that's another slam dunk yeah and that gets us into November for Clemson where the schedule is Louisville at Boston College then the home games against Duke, Duke and South Carolina there's just no meat there to to scare me South off of Carolina is not going to trip them up no 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 <coughs> um yeah I agree I am I would honestly be shocked if they so their two losses last year were at Syracuse and Alabama mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the in the playoffs, Syracuse was wasn't it like nineteen to eight or something like that? Was it something wacky like that? Uh, yeah, it was something like that. I think the Clemson trimmed it to one score at the end. Yeah, so. um, I I yeah I just don't see. I mean, of course anything could happen, but I I think conventional knowledge, knowing what we do about who's who's returning for Clemson and the rest of the Atlantic Division. I mean, is Boston College any? Uh, I mean, they could potentially be a scare game, maybe, but that that's a there's not much of a home field advantage. It seats like forty thousand people. Yeah, sure. I'm sure Clemson will send five five to ten thousand of their own fans there. It's a, it's a cool town to visit. Yeah, of course. So uh, I don't think that's much of a threat. Um, so it, I potentially even if Clemson loses one game, I still think that there is enough they built up enough goodwill over the past couple seasons like in Alabama where yeah, losing sure. one won't shoot them in the foot they've proven themselves to be a, a top program so going 11 and 1 i think is doable 12 and 0 is even yeah. more doable for them do you think that if they i mean just based on the talent that they have alone does that put them ahead of if it's down to if there's three definites in the playoffs and it's Clem- a one-loss Clemson and a one-loss other team, but it's clear that Clemson has the better talent. I think that uh, sub- whether or not the committee will admit it, I think that plays in their heads. Yeah. I think that's what got Alabama the boost. Yeah, that's that, that was my next question. You know, it's, it's a lot a lot of times the, the logo and what you can expect out of them in Clemson yeah. uh, does well in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, the the only time they didn't do great was last year against Alabama, and Alabama yeah. was just really, really good that that game particularly. So say so. they lose by three at Texas A&M, and sure. they just blow all the other people out of the... Uh, slam dunk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I agree. I think, uh, you know, you have NC State that returns no one. Uh, Syracuse is going to be Syracuse. Wake Forest is going to be Wake Forest. You have um, Louisville without Lamar. Um, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Okay. Um, uh, Florida State new coach. I the quarterback that Alabama injured last season. I guess is probably returning, but 
I mean, yeah, I don't know it's... if there's a quarterback controversy there. There's just too many question marks in that division. Of and then what? What's is there left that's a no, that's known? Is just kind of like there's nothing there. Just, yeah, there, there's no meat and on the bone. Yeah. Um. So I think we're I think and I, I think Hankins would probably agree that Clemson is uh, if you know if he's alive or if he's not in jail <laughs> from hunting the most dangerous game. He's got a lot of explaining to do. <sighs> Tell me about it, man. Um. But he, I think he would probably agree that Clemson is definitely going to face somebody yeah. in the ACC title game. Uh, now, we disagree on who they are going to face Yeah, and I think in the ACC South. I can see why you picked your team. I, I'm not just not a big believer in them, so who yeah. did you pick to represent the, the ACC Coastal? I got Miami. Miami, okay. I got Miami uh, coming in hot. I think that they are... Uh, they are equally set up with a pretty easy schedule. Their out of conference is uh, LSU. I I forget if they play them in Texas, it's Dallas, or Houston, yeah. something like that. Um, yeah, they play them in Houston. Yeah, it's not the Jerry World. Yeah, um, they play Savannah State. They're at Toledo, which home run. I don't know what the hell that game's about. Um, FIU, North Carolina, Florida State, all at home. Uh, at Virginia, which is just going to be Virginia again. Um, they have their off week at Boston College, do get home at Georgia Tech. At Virginia Tech might be a tough game. And sure, I think yeah. I think that, you know, I don't think that game's going to matter as far as conference standings because I think Virginia Tech's going to lose two or three by the time they yeah. meet Miami. Um, and then Pitt, you know, I mean, the... They beat them last year. They did beat them last yeah. year, and Pitt's always good for that one upset every year, it, it seems like. But, I mean, even if Miami gets caught flat-footed against LSU week one, I still think that they... Um, well, obviously, that's not going to affect the, the conference, but yeah. um, I think that they are actually very well set up. If they can pull off a win against Clemson in the title game... I think they're very well set up to. Yeah, I definitely think it, make if it to the playoffs. Miami's eleven and one going into that game, and then they get that, uh, you know, that gold star win over Clemson. Yeah. they would be in. I think they could have done it. They could have done it last year too, because yeah. they they limped in at uh, after losing to Pitt. But yeah. I think getting that top five win over Clemson when all the eyeballs are watching, it could definitely help Miami. I do think that that first game against LSU. Um, I don't know. I don't think LSU is that great. I've never been a big believer in Mark Rick, though. I think yeah, uh, Kirby Smart's success at Georgia. Mark Rick was awfully close, but he never <laughs> nice had, guy ten wins. Never got the breakthrough. He and, was a nice guy and got ten wins last year. And that's exactly I think what what might happen again. And ten and two is is pretty good. Who were their losses last year? They lost to. Did they lose to Notre Dame? They beat Notre Dame last year. Um, I know they lost to Wisconsin in the bowl game. Okay. Um, I can't remember the rest of the schedule, how it played out. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that wouldn't have been Notre Dame because they uh, if they went 7-2 and two in the conference. so they Yeah, they, their, their losses were Pitt, Clemson, and uh, Wisconsin. Makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, North Carolina, I mean, my God, why? Two years ago, they were, they were all right. Larry uh, Fedora was a, an off-dimension name to take over for some big coaching vacancies. That's right. Uh, they had their quarterback drafted... Two years ago, I can't remember the dude's name, but he Mitch was Tr- Trubitsky. Uh, I think Hankins referred to him as Bitch Trushitsky. <laughs> so he, I don't, I'm pretty sure he wasn't there last year. So the, they took a step back. They were three and nine, which 
One and uh, seven in the conference. Yeah, that that's not stellar. I mean, who did they beat? Duke. I don't even know if they beat Duke last year because Duke was, Duke made a bowl game. Yeah, maybe it was Virginia. I don't know. Maybe Syracuse. My who God. knows? Uh, but that that's not great. Um, but yeah, the the only reason I went with Virginia Tech over Miami is because I Mark Richt. Eh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just something something about him just doesn't scream. I'm gonna be competing for national championships on a consistent basis. I know they have the turnover chain, and it was you know a, a good story. Well, that's not that's not winning games. It's not winning games. Yeah. It does get the crowd riled up. But say in that LSU game, LSU just runs the ball. Mm-hmm. LSU does not. They pass maybe twice yeah. a quarter. Yeah. If they don't pass the ball, Miami's can't, not going to. throw an interception. Yeah, you're not going to have any it's interceptions. Impossible. Uh, if if LSU just played played it really close to the vest, I think they could win 13 to 10 or something. Sure. And I think that mojo, which carried Miami f- to start out start out the season 10 and 0 last year, mm-hmm. I think the mojo could fall off the wagon real quick, which is what happened to them in November. Yeah. When they lost three in a row. Um. But Virginia Tech's scheduled. The very first game is Labor Day night, Monday night at Florida State. Um, there's a chance Willie Taggart could get the Florida State crowd going. And sure. Maybe they could lose that one. That could be one of the losses I think that you kind of could see happening, and I could see that happening too. Um, their road games are at Old Dominion. Go Monarchs. That, at Duke, at North Carolina, and at Pitt. So their road schedule for the ACC games isn't that daunting. They do get Miami at home. They get Boston College at home. They get Georgia Tech at home. They get Virginia at home. Um, they do have a non-conference game against Notre Dame, which could be a loss, but it's non-conference. Yeah. So I think it, the Coastal Division, the ACC, definitely boils down to that November matchup, Miami and right. Virginia Tech. Right. I think um, Virginia Tech lost a, a handful of starters that yeah, they were sure. not ex- sure. expecting to mm-hmm. Transfer or mainly go to the NFL draft, um, mostly on defense. They they return five. Um, I think that I think they'll lose to Florida State. I think they might trip up against Duke. Sure. I, th- I think that they might trip up against North Carolina. Even um, it just uh, I mean Georgia Tech's on there. Pitt that could that could be the upset that Pitt it has could, every year. It could be. And then closing out <clears throat> with Miami as your second to last game. Uh, yeah, I mean I I think they'll I think they're they're staring they're staring at another. Nine and four. Yeah, I, but we're both in agreement that it doesn't really matter who comes out of the Coastal Division. That Clemson should be head and shoulders above. Or do you think if do you think Miami could give them a game? I, last year, I think my Clemson won. I don't know, thirty to seven. Or yeah, something. they beat the hell out of them. Yeah. Um, I think that I don't know. It's I think Miami's better positioned to sure, sure. to give Clemson a better game. But um, I think that you know that might be why I kind of have a, a little affinity for Miami because I mean God knows like I've hated that team for decades just because of you know playing them uh, in, in the 90s seeing their success in, in sure, later yeah. that decade as well as with Coker and the and you the don't 2000s. like that thing that Sebastian the Ibis does with his beak, I hate right? that he, like, shit I like, hate that shit spreads it like a I don't know what's a good analogy of him spreading it like the the pieces of the beak. Pretty much. I'm pantomiming it, which is bad for the... Yeah, for, for our entire for, audience. For it's okay. Audience. I'm the only one who listens to this anyway. But Sean knows what I'm talking about here with the weird way they he know, does that beak. They know. Sebastian the... Ibis. Ibis. Yeah. Mm. Do you think Sebastian the Ibis is in Isis? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very close. Yeah, yeah. He wears a hijab under that. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I think that... <clears throat> but 
because Mark Richt is there and he's kind of a non-threatening dude, a non-threatening coach, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. I'd like to see Miami do a little bit better, but you know, that'll stop the second that they do do better. Uh, you said Miami's going to disappoint. I said Virginia Tech's going to disappoint. Yeah, that, that's that's fair. What is your uh, hot take? So my hot takes for the previous two conferences have involved some sort of death during yeah. the season because, been a dark like time. I said, uh, it hadn't happened in a while, so it's just just one of those things that's going to be creeping around the corner. Bill Snyder. Yeah, Bill Snyder was my Big 12 death. Who died from the Pac-12? Pac-12 death was... Was it Herm Edwards? Um, hold on. Oh, Chip Kelly, because oh, yeah. the, the, it's a hot heat in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's not a dry heat. He's, he hasn't been working out. Just no. He's got to cut those carbs. So I think he dies midseason. Uh, my ACC death is Larry Fedora dies while wearing a fedora, lighting a menorah. Oh, my God. I don't even know if he's Jewish, but somehow this is all going to happen. And he probably, on his way to Gomorrah. And then, like... Well, contracting Gonorrhea and riding a dinosaur, <laughs> and now this is just a Adam Sandler song. <clears throat> uh, yeah, mine is that Mark Rick's uh, tan intensifies in the Coral Gables sun and becomes this. Uh, he becomes the school's second black coach. Oh wow, that could happen. Yeah, it's you know that guy gets a lot of sun. He gets a lot of sun. He's very he's uh, he's right up there in uh, Trumpian uh, levels, but I think that's an actual tan. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rub on. Uh, yeah, so there we have it. Uh, Clemson, I, yeah, I think regardless, Clemson's gonna gonna make it to the playoffs again. I just think that their defense is gonna shut down a lot of offenses. Um, you know, you look at the traditional powers in the ACC, and they're either just starting out with a new coach, have a second year coach, or they've lost a ton of players, or yeah. they have a history of underperforming. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to the ACC in a year or two from now. But for right now, it's Clemson on top, and and no one that I don't think can be a legitimate challenge. Yeah, I mean, so you have, with Clemson, Dabo's there. Yeah, yeah. I'm skeptical that Willie Taggart's going to be... I think that's a fair skepticism. I, I, I don't know how good he's going to be. Uh, the dude that NC State has that they love, that they pay him more every single year, I, I think he's a, you know, a B-tier coach at best. Um, you know, over in the south, uh, the coastal, coastal, sorry, you yeah. you have um, Justin Fuente at Virginia Tech, who, I th- uh, like I said, I think is still one year away. Yeah, um, and you have Bronco Mendenhall um, at Virginia. I just don't know if he's gonna really yeah. do anything. But other than that, I mean, Fedora has clearly floundered. Paul Johnson, I think Hankins wanted to build a stadium for, or build a statue. Yeah, they're they're very just streaky. They might win eight or nine games, and then Dukes. last year they they were five and six, and they lost to Tennessee, which yeah. was is not a good look. Um, and I know it's a real quirky offense, and when it's rolling, like I was, yeah. I'm like I don't want to play Georgia Tech, but no. I think if you do get that uh, a week off, a week to prepare for them, like Clemson does this year, where they play Georgia Southern the week before. I think it's very manageable to to oh. deal with to deal with that attack and yeah. as much as Hankins likes Paul Johnson, it's just like and eh. to hunt humans. Just like I think it's it's a it's a gimmick that that's that's people are ready more ready for now than ever. And if you're Clemson, you have that D line that can sure, spread yeah, out the yeah. you know spread out that offense. Eventually, you're going to run out of real estate. Uh, moving over to the Big Ten, under the assumption that. Ohio State keeps Urban Meyer. 
So we are assuming for the Big Ten East, Ohio mm-hmm. State keeps Urban Meyer. Yes. Because when I when I made a prediction, I think I was leaning the other way. Sure. So yeah, I guess I guess for me, if if Urban Meyer stays and say he coaches uh, October on, which is essentially when their conference games pick yeah, when up their in schedule artists, actually, and their their non conference is trash anyway. I mean, they they play TCU in Dallas week three. Yeah. You know, maybe if Urban's not there and yeah. get, something could go bad, they maybe that's a loss. But that's a soft maybe. I'd still pick Ohio State to win. Yeah, I think he'll be back. You know what? I think he'll be back for the TCU that, game. A, a two-game slap on the wrist yeah. suspension seems seems what might be uh, might be happening. But So, yeah, just to get back to it, if, if Urban Meyer's there, Ohio State, I think, wins the division, wins the conference. If Urban is... Misses all the games. I think Ohio State has no chance. If Urban is like half the season, that's mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle. Uh, so yeah, if Urban is there, which I think we're leaning t- more towards now than ever ever before, I think Ohio State wins the division. If not, I think Michigan State somehow squeaks it out between Michigan and Penn State to win the division. Supposed to have a good defense. Yeah. They return nine on defense, ten on offense. Yeah, and I, I hate picking them because... Just when I've seen there Alabama, there are no good guys in this damn yeah division at least. When I've seen Alabama play Michigan State, which was after the in the 2010 Capital One Bowl, and they mm. won 49 to seven, and mm. they played in the playoffs a couple years ago and shut them out, 42 to nothing. It's like how can I pick that a team like that to win the division? 91 but to seven. I, that's who I would games. go with if Urban Meyer is not the coach. So you think that Penn State is not going to enjoy the same success that they did last year without no, no, Saquon no, no. Barkley? No, without Saquon Barkley and jo- Joe Moorhead is now mm. Mississippi State. Yeah, right, right, right. And they have seven returning starters on offense three and three on, on defense. defense. That's you know that's a whole new defense. They've been recruiting well, but I think there's just too much transition there for them to do better than second or third in the division. So yeah, I mean, I think that they will probably. Of all the, their quote unquote big games, I mean, <clears throat> I think Pitt is a is a potential loss, but probably not. Sure. Uh, Ohio State, Michigan State are both probably losses. Iowa can be a loss. Yeah. Michigan can be a loss. Wisconsin can be a loss. I mean, that's tough. It's going to be tough to get to. They 10 don't have or an easy schedule. Yeah. yeah. But I wanted to hear your thoughts on what do you say about the Big Ten East if Ohio State. If Urban Meyer is the coach, and if he's suspended, or if he's gone, I still think that I just don't know. I think I think even if so, if Urban if Urban Meyer is gone for the if, if he's fired, sure, sure, sure. I still think that they like eke out a like second tiebreaker division. Yeah, win. that can happen. That can happen. Um, because I mean, let's be honest, they still have their coaching staff that, and they're going to coach by committee anyway. So, I mean, it just, you know, and there might be like win it for urban injected into the, into the season. There could be a rallying of of the troops. Yeah. 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 Um, but I mean, if he, yeah. So I think regardless, Ohio state's going to win the division. Okay. I think the only one that can threaten them is Michigan state. Um, Indiana's going to be Indiana. Maryland's going to be Maryland. Rutgers is, on some other planet. Uh, you know, we already talked about Penn State. I think they have a really rough road. Michigan, I think, is probably just going to have another 8-5 and five because if you look at, you know, we talked about Penn State, Penn State's uh, schedule. I mean, at Notre Dame, Nebraska, who knows what's going to happen there. 
that that's a losable game in my it's, it's losable sure um at northwestern northwestern went 10 and 3 last year it's a tricky game, but I would think Michigan's talent could win. But you never sure. know. That that that's a, that's that's fair to say. That's a toss up. They host Wisconsin. They're at Michigan State. They host Penn State, and they're at Ohio State. I think. I mean, they. I think losing five games is a definite possibility. Yeah the the schedule. Uh, I do think that the divisions in the Big Ten are imbalanced, completely lopsided. They they uh, switched them around a couple years ago. They used to be leaders and legends, mm-hmm. and then they were like, this makes no sense, so they went to geography and having so much power in the East with Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State. There's just there are four really good teams there that if uh, they could split them up, make it a little more even, I think yeah. it might benefit the conference as a whole because I think everyone's on board with Wisconsin has become the – the flagship of the West for sure. There's no, there's no other pulses in the West right now. No, they have a ridiculous offensive line um, that I think all five of them are returning. Yeah. Um, there might be one new one, but uh, they all like to go to red Robin. Yeah. And get that, get that ketchup campfire sauce. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the only one that's the only other school that's somewhere close to Wisconsin. Well, I guess two. I mean, Northwestern enjoyed a little bit of success last, last year, but Iowa is the like traditional, yeah, they're good Second for third, to go but... to a bowl game, but yeah, just just with when you're stuck in the East and say you're in Michigan and you know you have to play two of these three teams every other year on the road, Michigan, yeah, Ohio State, Penn State, that that's tough. Yeah, and it's you flip flip the names for the other teams. It's it's tough to have those three games and every other year two of them are going to be on the road. That's just that's it's just insane. The it's, that's the way it's it boils out, and that's going to be hard for anybody to to get to 11 12 wins with a shot to make the playoffs with the Big 10 title game. So does that do you think that uh shuts out the Big 10 again for the for the playoffs? Uh it's an interesting question because um let's see 2 years ago uh Penn State won the Big 10 championship at 11 and 2 mm-hmm. um but Ohio State was 12 and 1 and Ohio State got to play uh, Clemson in the playoffs in 16. Uh, so it, it's hard to to go to 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 go like 11 and one and then 12 and one with the Big Ten title game. It's it seems that that's very hard to do. That you're gonna be you're gonna trip up twice. That's sort of what the past two seasons have shown us is the Big Ten champion is gonna go into the playoff last week with two losses. Yeah, it's definitely tough. I mean, <clears throat> you know, you look at. How- Excuse me. You how Ohio State performed mm-hmm. in two thousand whatever you want to call it seventeen sixteen whatever. Um, you look at how Michigan State performed. Yeah. Um, I forget if there was another in two thousand. Well, I guess Ohio State did well. They Obviously, did they that first year. Yes. Um, but yeah, the track record hasn't been great for the Big Ten in the playoffs. Um. Assuming they get there, which last year they didn't even get there, so yeah, it, it's tough. Uh, which I think it kind of hurts Wisconsin because last year Wisconsin was twelve and zero, lost a close game to Ohio State, and weren't even considered for the playoff. Uh, so I think we're pretty we're unanimous with uh, Wisconsin making it out of the out of the West, right? Um, and so if Urban Meyer stays, it'll be Ohio State and Wisconsin. I think I, I would pick Wisconsin in an upset. I think I still like Wisconsin to win the Big Ten, regardless of who they so match, high in Wisconsin. Who last they year. match up with? Uh, 
I was. I was an early believer, and I'm still a believer in Wisconsin. They they have a pretty favorable schedule. Western Kentucky, New Mexico, BYU, Iowa, Nebraska. Their first five games are at home. They're at Michigan, which, yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be tough. It's not an easy place to play, but I think they'll win that. Uh, they have Illinois. They're at Northwestern. Rutgers at Penn State. I think that's the same as Michigan. And I mean, if they can burn, th- if they can win both those games, which I think are going to be close, yeah, they're at Purdue and they have Minnesota. I think they'll probably split that Michigan and Penn State. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Sure, which is probably what they did last year at thirteen and one. Um, or were they undefeated? They were undefeated going okay. into the Ohio State game. Yeah, they, they ran through it last year. They yeah, twelve and zero. So. Uh, you know, you have, uh, I think, Wisconsin. I do think that the winner of the Big Ten com- uh, championship game is going to be in the playoffs. I think it's. I think so. I think that the the conference is very strong with the Big Four and the Big Ten East. Yeah. And then Wisconsin. Um, I could easily see come October that the Big Ten takes a lot of national focus with a lot of big games happening almost every week Yeah, with top ten matchups. So, Well, I think the winner of the Big Ten, assuming that it's Michigan State, Ohio State, Wisconsin, or even Penn State, I think they're in the playoffs, whoever wins that conference. If it's Clemson coming out of the ACC, I think it's they're, yeah. they're in as sure, well. Sure, sure. Um, maybe Miami, I don't know. Yeah. I still think that we're going to see two teams from the SEC again. Mm-hmm. You are not mm-hmm. convinced. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just I don't see anybody. I mean, Washington is probably the only team that can make it out of the Pac-12. USC, maybe. Um, Oklahoma's probably the only team that can make it to uh, out of the Big 12. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. I think that right now we've done – we've previewed four conferences – and I think that the only two that are going to give us playoff teams like 100% are going to be the ACC and Big Ten. Um, but I do want to ask you about Illinois. Uh-huh. Illinois, uh-huh. as I like to say. Sure. So Lovey Smith, not yeah. doing too hot. Uh, I think this is his year, man. I his think... year to be fired? No, no. I think, or, you or... know, I, I think they're going to go um, probably, probably 11 and 1. Okay, all um, right. I just don't think that they could beat Wisconsin, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, look at that schedule. Kent State, Western Illinois, USF, Penn State. If they go in, if if, the, if they host Penn State and beat the Nittany Lions, I think that they're set up for a wicked run. That would be interesting. I They might struggle against Kent State. That's that's a that's a coin flip. You, uh-huh. Will you grant me that that is a coin flip game? Okay, being honest, uh, Kent State is a coin flip game. Yes, okay. that's their first game. They play Western Illinois second game. Uh, they should win. They should Illinois win. Illinois should beat Western Illinois. Uh-huh. But rivalry game. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Those Western Illinois players are like, hey, come on, we're the real Illinois. Yeah, we're from the west part of the state. No, but they should. Uh, Fuck you, Chicago. I'm going to put Illinois at 1-1, one and one, then they play a neutral game against USF. I can't remember where it is. It might be Chicago or something. They should lose that game. USF is pretty good. USF makes bowl games. Uh, Illinois doesn't. Mm-mm, they do not. So we got Illinois at 1-2, and two, then they host Penn State. Yeah, that's a that's an L. That's a loss. So they're 1-3 going into a bye week. Uh-huh. A well-deserved bye a week. A well-deserved bye week. After tearing through football giants like Kent State and Western Illinois, absolutely. 1-3 and three going into the bye week, then they're at Rutgers. 
coin flip. Yeah. At best, coin flip. I think that's a coin flip. I think they'll lose that, too. All right. I'm so comfortable with saying they're going to lose that. One in four. Then they host Purdue. Loss. Loss. So they're one in five at Wisconsin. Loss. One in six at Maryland. At best, coin flip. Yeah, probably a loss, though. That's one in six. Yeah. Then they host Minnesota. At best, no, coin that's one flip. In, no, no, no. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, so one in seven as they go into Minnesota. Yeah, that's at best coin flip. Coin flip, they got that guy rowing the boat. You know, we've been flipping the coin the other way, saying they'll lose. I'm going to say, oh, we'll give them this one okay. somehow. Really? We'll okay. give them something. Okay. So they're two and six, two and seven. I've lost track. At Nebraska, at best coin flip, loss. but I think it's going to be a loss. Yeah. Then they host Iowa. Here's the thing, though. Iowa does not have the Children's Hospital mojo working for them. Oh, that's right. This is a home game for Illinois, so they don't have to worry mm-hmm. about yeah. Illinois, Iowa getting pumped up when the no. when the team waves at Do the hospital. Do you think they, like, steal stem cells from those sick kids, and that's what gets them all amped up? Could be. You said it. Oh my, I believe it. Oh, my God. Uh, but that's a loss. That's a loss. Iowa is, yeah, sure, Iowa sure, makes sure, bowl sure, games. Yeah. Illinois does not. Yeah. So they are... At best, going into the last game, two and nine, mm-hmm. maybe one and ten. Yeah, and they're not going to win at Northwestern. Yeah, either. that's a loss. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So another two and ten season. Two and ten at best. At best, at best <laughs> two and ten. That's if they beat the football Rutgers. Yeah, and that's if they beat some combination of Western Illinois, Purdue, Minnesota. I think those are the only ones that are winnable. That's better than a coin flip. It's funny because this is a good coin flip. It's funny because this is probably the easiest schedule of any team in the conference. Yeah, they uh, out of the at Wisconsin is not easy. Yeah, out of the East they play Maryland out of the East, Wisconsin or sorry no yeah, and Rutgers out of the East. (laughs) It it doesn't get much a much better draw of teams from the other no the other the cross divisional foe no which is ridiculous. Penn State, they play. Oh yeah, they do play Penn State, which yeah, that's all things considered. It's a good draw. If that's your three draw. It's a good draw. Um, but yeah, that that puts I know Hankins' favorite, Lovey Smith. I hey. In some hot water. Yeah, sure. Because that'll be three straight. I think two and ten win seasons. Yeah, which, were... is, which is not good. No, it's not. It's really not. Um, so I'm gonna say, and you know, I, all things considered. I don't want any team to do this horribly, but when you hire Lovey Smith, what do you expect? <laughs> what do you what did you expect? I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, surely you respectfully let Lovey go after a, a third straight two and he, ten, maybe one and a. I think I said it when we rated the coaches. He should pay some some of that money back. <laughs> you know the he's probably paid one to two million dollars. Like, dude, come oh, on. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, yeah. just give us half that back. Fuck. Um. What if what if like they just catch a hot hand, they win their first three, they sneak, they sneak a win out of Nebraska or and or Iowa, and they're like six and six. If they win, if if they make a bowl game this year, Paul Bear Bryant, coach of the year, that's a pretty good improvement to go from two to six wins. Mm-hmm. Um, is it enough for me to? Extend the contract? No. I, really? I, I hope they wouldn't. You, Tripling your win total? Get me to a bowl game two years in a row. That that would that mm-hmm. would be worthy in my mind of extending Lovey Smith's contract. But they're not going to make the bowl game this year, so why are you even worrying about next year? It, it just won't happen. It just Mm-mm. won't happen. Uh, 
I forget who Nebraska's coach is. Dude from uh, UCF, the national champion, Scott Frost. Oh, yeah, Frost. Scott Frost. Yeah. So, Akron, Colorado, Troy, that's 3-0. and Yeah, the Colorado game might be uh, a bit tricky. Colorado didn't have a great season last year. It's a formal, former rivalry game when they used to play in the yeah. same conference. Yeah. So, maybe it uh, that is a semi-sexy matchup to Week 2. Two programs that have been down on their luck, and mm-hmm. one of them sort of come to the moment and ascend into the top 25. Uh, but yeah, I think Nebraska could be 3-0, and and then week number four, they're at Michigan. That's tough. Uh, Purdue's then, winnable. Wisconsin's yeah, a loss. Yeah. Northwestern's probably a loss. Probably a loss. Minnesota's winnable. At Ohio State, probably mm-hmm. a loss. Illinois. Toss-up. No, no, no way that's a toss-up for Nebraska. Um, then Michigan State and at Iowa. I mean, I think they're probably... I don't know. I mean... Scott Frost is not magic. No, it's 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 hard to, to turn around a team's fortunes very quickly. I think yeah. getting to a bowl game is just what the doctor ordered, and then you get some better recruits in there, and then year two, year three is yeah for sure. This is the, the building block. Um, I think you're right. I think you know if they can get to six to six, six and six, then yeah, yeah. you know they'll make a bowl. They'll be fine. Um, well, let's wrap this up with our so. You said, do you want to stick with your Michigan State-Wisconsin matchup? Um, you know, it depends on Urban Meyer. Sure. It's, it's Ohio State or Michigan State, depending mm-hmm. on if Urban Meyer's there. I still think Wisconsin beats either either one of those teams. Okay. And Wisconsin will make the playoffs. Yeah, I got Wisconsin, Ohio State, Ohio State winning. Uh, teams that disappoint, I think it's going to be Michigan. I think that it's weird for me. Uh, I didn't pick Michigan to win the division. I don't know if they'll... If they'll crash and burn like they did last year, I I think that Harbaugh is a better coach than he's he's goofy. I I don't I think he's annoying. I think it's mm-hmm. just just goofy. I wouldn't want him as my coach, but I still think he can win some games. Um, and I think that they'll go nine and three. I don't I wouldn't consider that a disappointment, but no, that wouldn't yeah. be. Yeah, um, I, I could see why you could flip and easily go seven and five or eight and four against that schedule though. Uh, you said Penn State and Illinois are going to be... Yeah, Penn State uh, two years ago won the conference last year, made it the Fiesta Bowl, won 11 games. I think that the bar set a little bit too high. They lost their offensive coordinator. They lost their best player, Saquon Barkley. So I think a step back to nine or ten wins. Um, you know, it's hard to pick a, a team that will disappoint because I still think that Penn State will be pretty good, just won't be breaking through yeah. like they have in the past. And I think Illinois will disappoint. <laughs> I think they will regress is it, is regress it, from two wins to one, oh which my is a God. big disappointment. It's a hot take. That's a pretty hot take. Uh, speaking of hot takes, who is the coach that passes away in the big take? Uh, we all know that P.J. Fleck is a fan of rowing that boat. Mm-hmm. That's he's going to be out there in a lightning storm rowing that, rowing that boat with a metal oar. And he's going to be... On Lake Minnetonka? On Lake Minnetonka. Oh, my God. He's going to be saying, row the boat, row the boat. He's going to have that metal oar in the yeah, water. Yeah, Lightning's brewing around. Oh, my God. And then a bear comes in like... A bear him. on the yeah, lake? Yeah, 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 A water bear. A water bear. You never expect a water bear. Mm-hmm. Shit, man. Um, what did I say? I can't even see that from here. You said, the number of universities with an abuser, an assaulter, or an enabler in their recent history jumps... From three in the conference to 11 universities will now 
have one of those uh, black. That's everybody except for Rutgers, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Those are the three. Those are the three clean, clean schools. Yeah. yeah, Rutgers, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Yeah, okay. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the conference adds four more schools and still doesn't goddamn change their <laughs> names. So the Big Ten will be the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Why not? Forever. Yeah. You know, they gotta change these conference names, man. They do. Stop putting numbers in those in those conference names. I'm wondering I hate who, who Hankins would have picked. Hankins. Uh, would he have gone with just Ohio State, just slam dunk? I think Hankins probably would have gone if he didn't pass away. Of course. Um, by a water bear mm-hmm. hunting the most dangerous game. <laughs> uh, I think he probably would have picked Michigan State versus Wisconsin. Sure, sure, sure. I think he probably would have said that even if Urban stays, then the distraction is just too much. But, <clears throat> yeah. And I don't know who, who he would have picked with, with Wisconsin, though. You know, I guess we'll have to ask him next week when he's under the lights. Assuming, to, assuming like, he is. Let's not... Get him here. Let's not call a water bear a water bear here. Come on, Hankins. Just come through. His hot take would be something dumb about Lovey Smith's beard. Yeah, that it would grow or he'd shave it for charity. I don't know. And give it to the Iowa State, Iowa... uh, The kids at the Iowa Medical Center. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so you know what? That's what we got. Uh, We're going to see if Hankins returns next week. But who knows? Who knows if he will? Um, Who knows if he is the hunter or the huntee or the hunted? or the prey. This has been Throw the Flag, episode 84. Oh, the smell of the bakery from across the street Got in my nose yeah. Down the street with the raw iron gate rolls. I went home and listened to Jimmy Rogers in my lunch break. Bought five woodbine at the shop on the corner and went straight back to work. At the shop and broke for tea. That's it. I collected from the lady and I cleaned the fan light inside out. I was blowing saxophone on the weekend in a down joint. What's Number 36.